there is one big thing every Ohio State player can learn by Kyle McCord transferring to Syracuse. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We have made it to the final week before Christmas. I hope you get all your Christmas shopping done. That also means we're closer to Ohio State playing in the Cotton Bowl. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Monday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Monday, December 18th in the year 2023. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on and use code locked on for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. When Kyle McCord announced that he was leaving Ohio State, there were numerous thoughts and emotions that probably went through you. You had opinions quickly formulated about McCord, why he maybe should have stayed or maybe why he should have left Ohio State. But we all had our thoughts and we quickly formulated numerous opinions about that announcement. Well, Kyle McCord has announced that he is going to be transferring to play football at Syracuse in the upcoming year. And there's one big thing I think about Kyle McCord leaving and Kyle McCord going to Syracuse that I believe every Ohio State player can learn from this decision by Kyle McCord. Nobody is safe. If you're a starter, your spot can be replaced by somebody either currently on the team, a freshman coming in, or someone via the transfer portal. Think about what Kyle McCord did this year. He was 11-1 as Ohio State's football quarterback, starting quarterback, QB1 every single game. What did we learn about Kyle McCord throughout the year? He can be a good quarterback. No, not he can be. He is a good quarterback. Over 3,000 passing yards, only one loss on the season. He did some really good things. Had a comeback win, fourth quarter, final drive win over Notre Dame on the road, at home in the shoe, did enough for Ohio State to beat Penn State that day, did enough on the road against Wisconsin that night in Camp Randall Stadium. Did enough and a lot of good things, but still did enough against Rutgers to win that game. And that's still a game where I'm sitting here like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rutgers, I got a lot more respect for you because of how you played Ohio State that day. Yes, we remember what happened when he was playing against Michigan and things didn't go the way that people thought they were going to go. Had mistakes and had issues. Still had a chance to final drive of the game to ultimately come out victorious in that game. But Kyle McCord leaving, when he did all the things he did this year as a QB1 at Ohio State, it shows, hey, I don't care if you started this year, you're planning or hoping to start next year. It does not matter. Your spot's not safe. Ryan Day is tired of things that some of the wings that have been going on at Ohio State. Ryan Day realizes, and Mo Murphy talked about it last week. Ryan Day's coaching for his job. It's not so much coaching to win, but Ryan Day realizes he could very well not be the head coach at Ohio State next year if Ohio State does not beat Michigan. If they go 11-0, Michigan is coming to Columbus, Ryan Day loses that game again, there's a good chance that the Buckeyes don't win. Uh, uh, The Buckeyes don't win the game if they – uh, they lay an egg, and Ryan Day could be without a job. So Ryan Day is going to coach maybe in this upcoming season in a different way than he had previously, which is nothing wrong with that. 
yeah, he has dialed up some of the right things and poked and pushed some of the right people for them to rise to the occasion. But when it comes to your quarterback, some of the things that the Buckeyes got from Kyle McCord this year were not up to the standard that has been set for Ohio State to, one, beat Michigan, two, win the Big Ten Conference Championship, and three, win the Natty. That's just reality. But think about this also. It's not just the current standing of of Ohio State and the things that have happened this year. Think about next year what Ryan Day is coaching for and coaching against. You're going to have a Big Ten Conference that is adding USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington. Will Florida State join the Big Ten? I don't know. Will Clemson join the Big Ten? I don't know. Would it make sense for Oregon State and Washington State to ditch the Mountain West Conference pack that they have for scheduling and join the Big Ten as well? Absolutely. I know that it may be more regional if they do that because you're going to have six teams on the West Coast that are all Big Ten teams, but they're all along the the western portion of the country. Hey, whatever. But Ryan is going to be adding four coaching up against four new brands consistently. USC, one of the best brands in the sport. UCLA plays in the Rose Bowls, a really good football brand, really good football team with a really good coach. Oregon, we saw what they did this year. Washington, we saw what they did too. And Ryan Day is saying, look, this is Ohio State. We can't allow these newcomers to come in and already have a better quarterback than what we got. You, you can't have that. You can't allow these newcomers to come in, to come into your house in Columbus, and all of a sudden not only have a better quarterback, but also a better D-line and a better a running back. You, you can't do that. So what do you have to do? Put your foot down and say enough is, is enough. Now, some of y'all going to sit up here and say, Jay, these are things Ryan Day can do. Why hasn't he done it previously? I am asking the same thing myself about Ryan Day. I think he has done some things previously as far as, hey, coach, you ain't getting it done. You got to go. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to go? What you mean? What, what you mean? What you say? The playoff? What you mean I got to go? Hey, you're not getting it done. You're not up to set standard that has been set at Ohio State. You got to go. Oh, man. Man, man I I like coaching here. I, I like working for you. I like these guys that I've been recruiting. I, I like a lot of the things going on right now at Ohio State. Great. But some of the things that are going on, not to the standard. So, buddy, you got to go. And I think it's reality right now. We see it with the coaches sometimes. I also think you're going to see more of it with players. Do I think the offensive line that started this year, excuse me, do I think the returning players from this year's offensive line, those that return for next season, will be the starters next year? Absolutely not. Would it shock me if Ryan Day said, hey, you or you, you're not starting? No. I'm thinking of one guy specifically, not saying names right now, but there's e- there could easily be one position, a guy who started this year, who does not start next year. Because he can't just have the same old thing happening, have the same old mistake over and over and over and realize, hey, we're just going to keep rolling out here with these same guys, have the same mistakes happening. You just, you can't do that. You can't do it at all. So, no, I do think Ryan Day is hopefully letting this message go throughout the Woody. Hey, if you started this year, don't think your spot is cemented. Don't think it's don't think it's written in pen. Oh, no, no. Even if it is, buddy, I got white out. I can wipe that thing out. Just This is where we're at right now. 
Ohio State and Ryan Day have to make some quick alterations in regards to some things that are going on inside this program. Because if not, not only will Ohio State possibly lose to Michigan next year, not only will they possibly not win the Big Ten and miss the play, well, <laughs> if they miss a 12-team playoff with uh, being 11-1 at Ohio State, it must be some really good football being played around the country because if you're 11-1 or even 10-2 at Ohio State in a 12-team playoff, buddy, you're going to be in that thing. But Ryan Day realizes, got to fix some things quickly. And it starts with the quarterback. If I can tell the quarterback, this is Ryan Day, Ryan Day now, if Ryan Day can tell the quarterback at his postseason or end-of-year meeting, hey, I can't, I can't tell you you're going to be a starter next year. We're going to be looking uh, at options in the portal. Hey, we want you to stay around and compete, but we cannot tell you you're definitively going to be the starting quarterback in 2024. If he can say that to Kyle McCord after what Kyle McCord did, he can say it to anybody else on the roster. So I hope everybody's learned this lesson. If I'm not working, if I'm not grinding, and I'm not submitting my spot as a starter at Ohio State, hey, I could be replaced. There are numerous guys at Ohio State, not only Kyle McCord, that have made decisions about where they'll play this year, or excuse me, play football next year. We'll go over some others here next as Locked on Buckeyes rolls on here on a Monday. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Ohio State's one of the odd schools right now that finished at the with the record that they did at the regular season, at the end of the regular season, that is playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, that one is going to have a new quarterback next year, and that quarterback that left is a guy that had has one more year of eligibility left, so it was almost a thing that any people believed was already going to happen. No matter what, you're going to have a new starting quarterback one of your starting receivers from this year that could play again next year, he is gone. And there's some other guys that have left that were in backup roles, but that have committed to other schools. There are five more players that have committed to other schools that they'll be playing football at in next season. Vic Cutler to Louisville. Kai Stokes to Cincinnati. Chip Trainum to Kentucky. Ryan Turner to Boston College with former 
uh, Ohio State coach there at Boston College, and then Evan Pryor to Cincinnati. When it comes to these decisions here, there's one big thought, an easy thought that it comes to when these guys are playing. One, they're all at Power 5 schools, which is great for them. But two, they're going places that they can play. So just like Kyle McCord going somewhere that he knows he can play and he can start, and also he knows, hey, there are some transfer receivers that are coming in from Georgia that I want to play with, and he believes in the coaching that has been going on currently by Fran Brown, formerly the DB coach at Georgia. He also is a first-time head coach. That's a whole nother can of worms Kyle McCord is going to be dealing with. But, hey, you're at a new spot. It's closer to home. Fran Brown's a Jersey guy, so he knows and understands the area that Kyle McCord's from. There's a lot of positives here coming from Kyle McCord, the decision that he made. But when it comes to these guys, one, they're all at Power 5 schools, but two, they're going places that they can play immediately, which is huge. And this was, I talked about a shifting of my mind last week when uh, Jeff Hunt, frequent contributor of the podcast, was on the show. And I'm glad and happy for all of these guys. Not only are they saying, hey, I've made a decision about my future playing college football, and Ohio State is not the place. But two, I'm going to go to a place, and the other guys here, that they can play immediately. In the eyes of Vic Cutler, I think him coming to Ohio State drastically raised his level of play, even if it wasn't a backup role uh, and only getting a lot of run in practice. He realized, I can play at this level, but maybe at a smaller level there. Now, he may not ever be Ohio State standard of a center or a guard. I don't know. But the one thing we do know is this. He didn't go back down and say, no, I'm going back to a G5 level. Stay at that Power 5 level. And I do believe that Cutler, battle with the injury or two this year, he's going to go to Louisville and play. Kai Stokes, Cincinnati. Uh, Evan Pryor, Cincinnati. Great. You're not going that far away from where you played your previous college ball Kai Stokes and Evan Pryor, Pryor dealt with injury. Kai Stokes thought, hey, I my future is here, but they recruited some freshmen that have jumped him in the depth chart. He's going to go somewhere else and play immediately. Chip trained him to Kentucky. That's one of the ones that I love. I love it. Chip trained him, started at Arizona State, transferred to Ohio State. Literally a day ago, he got his degree from Ohio State. So one, he wasn't just transferring and not really finishing his grades and um, but just like not handling his business in the classroom. No, he definitely did that. But also, what else are we dealing with here? A guy that's going to a school, Mark Stoops is a coach, a guy who Texas A&M was trying to pull in from Lexington, Kentucky and say, hey, come on down to College Station. Come on down and coach with the, and coach here. Come on down and raise us to a level that we have not been in for a very long time. And Chip Trainum's going to go to Kentucky. And really, honestly, I forget the guy's name. He was a former Nebraska player. I forget he was a receiver. But all of a sudden, this man went from Nebraska to Kentucky. And what did he do? Played out of his mind and drastically raised his draft stock. The same thing goes for Chip Trainum here. He can drastically raise his draft stock by playing out of his mind at Kentucky. Do I think he would have done good things or great things in Columbus next year? If he stayed, absolutely. Y'all know I'm a big Chip Trainum guy. Early in the year, I was sitting here saying, hey, he needs more touches. He needs more touches. And even though uh, Travion Henderson was playing phenomenal ball at the end, if I look back and say, oh, was Travion Henderson having all those touches the best thing for 
the other running backs? Uh, probably not, but he was getting the job done. In a game against Michigan, who do I think should have gotten the ball more? Chip Trainum. That physical brand of football is not what Henderson is the best at. That is Chip Trainum's brand of football that he is the best at. So I'm looking forward to Chip Trainum going there to Kentucky and playing phenomenal ball the next year for Mark Stoops. There are other guys that are on the list of guys that have not committed to schools yet, at least at the time of this recording. Julian Fleming being one of them, Joe Royer, the tight end, uh, center Jacob James, defensive end Amari Abor, Reed Carrico at linebacker corner, J- Jair Brown, safety Cam Martinez, and kicker Parker Lewis. I do think, I think I saw there's some rumblings that Fleming might be leaning towards Penn State. Don't set that in stone, but I believe I saw that out there that Fleming to Penn State, there is a leaning that that might be the case. Hey, one, he's from the area from Pennsylvania, so great. Go back there and be near family. But two, you're going there with a quarterback that could use a guy who has some experience playing receiver. Somebody made a comment about Fleming, and I don't know if it was on the show or after the show, but myself and Mo Mo Murphy were talking about Fleming specifically and him leaving Ohio State. Do I think he was the third best option at receiver on Ohio State's roster? Absolutely not. I don't. Do I understand why he played the football this year and why he kept his starting role? Absolutely. I don't have to agree with it, but I can understand why that was the decision. But look, somebody made the comment. I believe it was Mo that made it to me. Fleming could go almost anywhere else in the country and start right now. It happens to be that he's at Ohio State and the receiver room is littered and full of receivers that can start at all their universities around the country, not just at the G5 level, not going down. Cardinal Tate goes out there to other schools. He's getting a lot of playing time as a freshman because he's that good. Brandon Ennis, same thing. The Rodgers boys, Bryson and uh, no Rodgers, Bryson Rodgers, what would they do at other schools? They would get a lot of attention as well. Why? Because they are that good. Kojo Antwi and Jaden Ballard and others, they could all go other places and immediately play. But however, things are a little different at Ohio State. So Fleming and his numbers in his production this year, no, it wasn't the best year for him. His last year, his what, junior year, true junior season, I believe, was better than this year. Yeah, that's just reality. However, if he goes out there to Penn State and puts on some big numbers and plays well and raises his draft stock, I don't know if he's going to go to Penn State. But if that happens, with the quarterback that's coming back for another year and Drew Allar or Drew Aller, I'm not sure how you say his name. I heard both pronunciations. More power to him. Coming up next, there are other players that might leave Ohio State other than those that we recently discussed that are currently in the portal or left the portal. We'll discuss all those next on Locked on Buckeyes. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. For those of you that are on the YouTube, subscribe to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel and hit that bell so you are notified every time a new video goes live. This year, time of year, is very, very odd and abnormal. The Buckeyes had a bowl game on December 29th. There was a month, a little over a month, between the last regular season game and the final game of the Buckeyes 2023 college football season. There are a lot of guys that have announced that they're going to play in the 
in the bowl game. Uh, Jack Sawyer, Emeka Abuka, Denzel Burke, among others. Cody Simon's going to play. He's going to play at Ohio State next year. There are a lot of guys that are going to say, hey, 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 I am going to be playing in this game. And also, Simon, I'm going to be at Ohio State next year. That is great. The, the Simon thing I'm going to touch on later, that's huge. That is huge for the leadership of the defense, especially at the linebacker position. But there are other guys that might leave Ohio State. It is not a bad thing. When I think about this specifically and about how there are guys at Ohio State that are currently on the roster that have not announced yet, but they could either join this current portal window or that could join the portal window towards the end of spring practice, it's the nature of the beast. You have to just be, not to be comfortable with it, but also acknowledge this is where we are in the sport. And if guys decide to leave, if you have position battles in the spring and you realize, hey, maybe I was a starter last year and I'm not going to be a starter next year, how about I hop in the portal and go somewhere else and play in 2024 where I can actually play and do some big things? But also, here's the big one for those that are on their way out of playing college football, raise your draft stock. There are a lot of things out there. I do think, though, it would not shock me if there were between five to eight players at Ohio State in spring practice that said, oh, buddy, <laughs> I am gone. I am up out of here. Now, I am looking specifically at the wide, rec wide receiver room first because I, there are always going to be a couple names on the top of my list, guys that I know that are really, really good, but also you realize if they stay at Ohio State, they might be jumped by some of the underclassmen. What do Jaden Ballard and Kojo Antwi do? Now, I'm not saying they're a package deal, but I remember last year in the spring and even in the fall and preseason camp, oh, Ballard is flashing. Oh, he's going to get a lot of playing time this year. I didn't really hear Kojo Antwi's name. That's not really saying that he's not good. Don't get me wrong. It's not saying that he, at all. But we heard about Carnot Tate. Heard about Brandon Ennis. Heard about the Rogers boys. We heard about those four talented freshmen. And I think I heard that more than I heard Kojo Antwi. So in reality, it's not saying Antwi is a bad player. It's that the guys that are younger than him are really, really good players. And so when I think about guys that might end up leaving, and I'm not saying this, the list is this short. It's been around for a while. Ballard, I heard, was flashing. Cool. Where do they fall in the pecking order of the depth chart and receivers next year? And also, here's another thought here about this room. I heard Zach Smith of Minister Sports. A lot of people out there don't like Zach Smith. But every now and then, actually a lot of the time, he says some really good things. I don't agree with everything Zach Smith says. I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and say that to you. Because if I did, it'd be a lie. And y'all would sit up here and say, Jay, why are you lying to us? We know how you feel about Zach. And I know. I think Zach Smith's show. You're going to get some things there that are real, that are raw, some things that you won't hear other places. You may not agree with it. You may agree with it. Whatever it is, it's just a very unique show. And Zach Smith made a comment about Ohio State and why in the world they don't use five, four, or five, or maybe six receivers when the room is that talented. And he made a comment about how it was just unfortunate when he was at Ohio State one year I think it was fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth. One of the two, but I think it was fifth and sixth receivers were Benjamin Victor and Austin Mack. Austin Mack. And he's like, look, the guys that are fifth and sixth in this room or sixth and seventh in this room are two guys that are really, 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 really talented. But it's just unfortunate that the way the room is currently going 
and the guys that are at the top, we just can't get them on the field more. Now, I do wonder if Hartline goes and says, hey, I know we've been primarily using three, maybe four receivers. If you want to use David Johnson as a receiver at times, great, cool. How do they work and get five and six or seven guys? Maybe six is a stretch. Five is cool. Y'all know me personally. I love only ride with three. Put your best three out there on the field and let that thing go, and you'll see what happens. But there's also a thought that in college football, you need to utilize more because if not, one, your offense might not be everything it can be. But two, you're going to lose a lot of guys from that room. So I'm looking at those two guys specifically, not because they're not talented. I believe they're really talented. But let's just say next year you go into 2023 and there are younger guys that jump Ballard and Antwi in the in the position room. Great. What if Abuka and Harrison Jr. stay at Ohio State? Then all of a sudden, what do you have? If Ballard gets jumped by Carnell Tate or Brandon Ennis or one of the Rogers boys, that's another thought there that he could be gone. So it's not just the guys that are younger. You have older guys that have not announced what they're doing in the future. So that's a thought there. But also, now when I say leave Ohio State, that was a transfer portal conversation with Ballard and Antwi. Is Travion Henderson going to go to the NFL? I, I don't know. I don't know at all. I know what that final, was it, three or four or five-game stretch that he had towards the end of the regular season. I saw the pop. I saw the sizzle. I saw the things that he was hyped up to be, potentially be, in college football at the end of the regular season. But I also saw early in the year. I also saw last year. I also saw a phenomenal, really good freshman year. But I also saw him hit the wall in the middle of that freshman year as well. What is one of the biggest question marks about Travion Henderson? His durability. And I wonder how the NFL people view Henderson right now based on his freshman year, his sophomore year, and his junior year. Because I think if you do all of those things together and you know how physical the brand of football is in the NFL, if you got durability questions, buddy, I would say stay in school. So the other two guys we touched on, they might be guys that might hit the portal. Henderson, I don't see Henderson transferring at all. I don't. My only thought is, is he going to leave? Yeah, he might. Is it a bad thing? Absolutely not. It's simply the nature of the beast and where we are right now in college football. Thank you for tuning in to this Monday edition of Locked on Buckeyes. You can follow me on X formerly known as Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Once again, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. We're going to try to do our best to get Brian Smith, Locked On's recruiting analyst, on the show to talk about Air Noland, Jeremiah Smith, and other players that are potentially going to sign the national letters of intent to be, join Ohio State's official 24, 2024 recruiting class right here on a Monday. We'll see you next time.